Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, we're going to be waiting here. Where are you talking? Are you talking with by yourself? We tell you it's okay. And making sense of it can be hard. Can you okay? Let me talk. I will let you talk. Can you okay? Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers. Um, I, I see the kind of stability that would, would, would allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year. Every weekday at three. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesi. Let's talk hard facts. Lagos. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. I'm still at home, so Chukwudi is still in the studio bringing me to you. Now, I'm not isolating anymore. My self-isolation is over, but I'm still working from home. Your first hard fact of the day, there have now been 2 million COVID-19 cases worldwide. Here in Nigeria, we now have over 400 cases. But there's some good news. We also have over 125 recoveries. Now, let's hope that number keeps climbing, huh? Unfortunately, we also have over 10 deaths. So please, while that number is low, let's all do our best to avoid it. Let's do our best to not add to that number. Wash your hands frequently. Use hand sanitizers when you cannot wash your hands. Stay at home unless you need to go and buy food or you need medical attention. And when you have to go out, maintain social distancing. And please, don't touch your face. Take every precaution to keep yourself and other people safe. You don't need to leave home to get hard facts. I'm here to bring you the best insights into today's most important topics. I'll break them down. I'll give you the facts and you can form an informed opinion. If you miss any show from this week, you can catch it on our website, NigeriaInfo.fm. You can also go to Facebook and Twitter, NigeriaInfo.fm. Have a great show for you today. We're starting with the big three, all COVID-19. Actually, it's actually all about the palliatives for the lockdown today. So we're going to talk about the federal government's conditional cash transfer and how it has zero beneficiaries here in Lagos. Then let's talk about the federal government saying if you have more than 5,000 naira in your account or you load more than 100 naira airtime, you're not poor enough for the palliatives. And then let's talk about the governors telling the president to hand over the palliatives to them for distribution. It's Thursday. We're bringing you eyewitness as always. This is where we let you take over and tell us what's happening in your area. So um, load your phone, but maybe not load more than 100 naira if you want to qualify for the palliatives. <laughs> We're also going to be bringing you the League of Extraordinary Nigerians. On the big hard fact, let's talk some more about the conditional cash transfer scheme. Let's talk about it in more detail. I want us to look at how it works, how the beneficiaries are selected, how the money is shared, and whether the system is being properly monitored. I'm going to be talking to the head of Tracker, the group that has been monitoring the CCT. And then we're going to wrap up the show with Iriti Bakari Yusuf and Nisa Negotian. As usual throughout the show, we're bringing you the latest updates from the world of news, sports and entertainment. But let's get right into the big three. 
Info. You know what to expect on the big three stories that everyone is talking about right now. Why isn't Lagos included in the national cash transfer? Should people with more than 5,000 naira in their accounts be excluded from government aid? And who should control disbursement of palliatives? States? Federal government? Or somebody else? Let's get into these stories. Lagos, Delta and Boronu are not included in the national cash transfer. That's according to the International Center for Investigative Reporting, ICIR. This week, they published a state-by-state breakdown of how many Nigerians are getting conditional cash transfer payments from the federal government. I read the report. By the way, they got their data from the government itself from the, Nash, the National uh, Cash Transfer Office. That's the office that handles the payments. And according to the data, only half the people on the National uh, 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 Social Register have ever gotten paid. We heard President Buhari say on Monday that there were 2.3 million Nigerians on the register, right? 2.6 million, sorry. 2.6 million Nigerians on the register, huh? Well, according to the ICIR and their report, only 1.1 million have actually benefited. The remaining 1.2 million on the register? Nothing. Audio. But that's not the only shocker in the report. Like I said, the report breaks down 1.2, uh, 1.1 million beneficiaries. It breaks, it breaks those 1.1 million uh, beneficiaries down. It breaks them down state by state. Now, you know how many there are in in Lagos? Zero. Zip. None. Not. Egg. Not a single beneficiary in Lagos. The only other states with zero? Boronu and Delta. The state with the highest number is Katsina, 133,000 people. So one state has more than 10% of the recipients. For every 10 people receiving the conditional cash transfer, one is from Katsina State. Meanwhile, Lagos has zero. Zamfara is second with 130,000. The next seven states each have over 40,000. Jigawa, Kano, Plateau, Kebi, Kogi, Benue, and Nasarawa, all above 40,000. Lagos has zero. Now, the president said the cash transfer will help reduce the impact of the lockdown. So the first question has to be, how can it help the lockdown in Lagos if nobody in Lagos is receiving the cash. Because as it stands right now, COVID-19 is hitting Lagos far more than other states. And we are the ones under federal lockdown. So some Lagosians are asking, why is the government's palliative not coming here? Afeni Ferrer has commented on the report. They said it's unacceptable. And I want to know whether you agree or disagree with them. Now, in the second story, we're going to talk about a government plan to expand the social register. But that one is still in the pipeline. Right now, I want to talk about what's already happening on ground. Nkemjika. And right now, 
Lagos has zero beneficiaries from the conditional cash transfer. The federal government has said it uses data about how poor people are spread across the country to decide how many beneficiaries each state gets. So the question has to be, doesn't Lagos have enough poor people? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. What do you think about that? Are you okay with Lagos having zero beneficiaries from the national conditional cash transfer? What do you think about the fact that less than half of beneficiaries have received any money since 2016? 0700-993-993-993. Don't forget, we have WhatsApp. We have Twitter as well. WhatsApp is OHO-959-75805. Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, good afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, I'm calling from Ota. I'm welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, it, to, to me, it's totally unacceptable. Unacceptable okay. that uh, one state will get 133% and the rest of that state has nothing. What does that mean? It, it, has, it has to do with the issue of, of manipulation that we're talking about, tribalism that we're talking about, and uh, whatever you think of. Um, is it marginalization and tribalism, or is it that yeah. they don't think Lagos has poor people? No, no, no. If you are looking at the poorest people, we have in Lagos here. Yeah, what? How do they, how the how do these people classify those who are poor? Well, they have a map of they have a map of Nigeria's most poor people, and most of how, Nigeria's how do, poor are in the that? north. How do they determine that? How do they determine that? Or what? Which, which are the basis? What are you asking for determining the poor people? Is it because people are living in the farm? Or people are living in the city. Did I use that word as a, as a yardstick? No, it's totally not. It's not acceptable to us because in other cases they will always put a burden to Lagos here. But when it has to do with the with, with benefiting from 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 uh, the, the federal uh, allocation, not people people here are so rich. We thank God we are rich in Lagos, but that does not mean that we don't have poor people here. So it's not acceptable to us. It's not acceptable right. to us at all. And what happened to other states? Other states have nothing also. We have. Ah, unfortunate. Thanks for calling us, Doa Suko. Hello. Hello, good morning. Uh, is it with Sandra? How are you, sir? I am fine, thank you. My name is Prince Jules, calling for Lecky. Welcome, go ahead. Yeah, um, you see the statistics you just uh, mentioned now about the palliative distribution. Mm-hmm. You have just told us that uh, we are not Nigerian. The people that are Nigerian have gotten the palliative that the rest of us are not Nigerian. That is what is uh, uh, happening now. You see, um, I don't want to, I mean, dig deeper than what I've just said, because if you want to make any, I mean, vital uh, uh, analysis about what's happening in Nigeria now, they will have something to tag with. They will say either you are partisans or they will say you are what, what, doing hate speech. They, they, in fact, these uh, very uh, people have taught Nigeria political jargons. They have brought out, dig out something we have not seen in the history of Nigeria. Obasanjo was the president. Good Lord was there. Adwa was there. We've never seen any kind of this thing before. Now, Nigeria have been, if I, I would say, divided into some pieces that we cannot understand. Because if you are a president, you should be president of Nigeria. 
I'm not one-sided. But again, the president is working with data available to him. And if the data says to him that a particular part of Nigeria has more poor people than other parts of Nigeria, um, it, doesn't it make sense that you start with those people? Now, if you want to make an argument for, well, those states are not even in lockdown to begin with, so why are we focusing on them? Then we can have a conversation, you know? But let's not just make a general, oh, you know, th- th- those that own Nigeria have... No, 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 no. Hello? 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 Good afternoon. What's your name? Hello? Oh, that's unfortunate. Hello, good afternoon. Yeah, President Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you as well, sir. What's your name? Ah, long time. This is Christopher. Ah, good to hear from you, Christopher. My president, <laughs> nothing to you. President, quick, quickly, I have a question for you. Yes, of course. Where, where is our president from? Which state? Katsina. Katsina State. Yes. Then after five or six years, we still have more poor people from there. President Sandra, do you know where they call Ilubiri in Lagos? No. If you're going to towards Todd Mainland Bridge. Okay. There's a place they call Ilubiri. Under that bridge, go and see how human beings are living. Mm. So they want to tell me, among those people, in Lagos, they don't have poor people. Why are we like this? These people doing all this with the president. They are not helping the president. They thought they are helping the president. They are not helping him. How can Katina have 100 and something, did you call it? 100 and something thousand, right? 83,000, yes. And Katina is not on lockdown like Lagos, Ogun, and Abuja. Ah, ah, no, no, no. These people are not doing the president any good. I'm telling you the truth. It's too bad. It's too bad. Thank you, President Sandra. Thank you for calling us, Christopher. Let's talk to the next person. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Uh, good afternoon. My name is Ezekiel. Ezekiel, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Now, I want to ask this question. Why was this policy given in the first place? Is it because, is it because of what we have on ground? Now, how come the states with the highest cases is excluded? Now, if they say they present, if they give the president is working with what was given to him, the report that was given to him, that those are the in the first place, as the, as the federal government started paying monthly salary to the poor people in Lagos, if not for this COVID nineteen that no that, that, that COVID nineteen uh, uh, this pandemic that came up, now how can the the very states? Because me, I don't, I don't want to believe this thing that uh, is because w- the reason why this policy was given in the first place is because of this pandemic. Now, if if the state, if, if the state with the highest cases cannot be included, then you, how do you think the lockdown w- w- will be effective? Mm. No, I don't. I, I think the people need to look at it from that side. If Lagos of about one about twenty something million people, and you lock them down with a federal order, and you are beginning to give it to some other state, we have which people have no case or like one one. How did you think the team is going to work with the state with the state with the highest case? 
All right, good question. Thanks for calling us to ask those. Chikudi, let's uh, take WhatsApp messages and then move on to the second story. Sandra, there are several messages on WhatsApp and a lot of people are not particularly excited about the decision to leave out Lagos and the question why if we are observing a federal lockdown and Ogun State because of its proximity to Lagos is also observing a federal lockdown why then is no one in Lagos getting this sum a lot of people complaining you know citing nepotism bias and the likes I, I think Sandra uh, we should just uh, move on to story two uh, better safe than sorry, Sandra. Thank you, Chukudi. Our second story kind of continues the first one. So we just finished talking about the ongoing conditional cash transfer, right? Now let's talk about government's plan to expand it. If you have more than 5,000 Naira in all your bank accounts, you're not going to qualify. If you recharge more than 100 Naira at a time, you're not going to qualify. What am I talking about? Well, the president said he wants government to start paying an extra one million Nigerians. But he wants to make sure that these new people are actually poor. And he also wants to focus on the urban poor. That's poor people who live in cities and big towns like Lagos. So the Humanitarian Affairs Ministry has come uh, up with a way to confirm which people in the urban areas are really poor. They had to come up with a way and they have. And this is what they're saying. They're going to partner with the banks and with the phone companies, the telecommunications companies. And the government says to the telecoms companies, show us your customers' records. Show us all the times they recharge their lines. And if the government sees that you usually recharge 100 naira or less, they say, yes, this one may be poor. But if you usually recharge 2,000 or 1,500, or 500, or even 200, safe. Ah, a big boy, a big guess, you don't qualify. But you know, Endel, even if you are one of the people who recharges with 100 Naira, you don't qualify automatically. Government will still ask the banks to show them your account balance. If you have more than 5,000 Naira total in all the banks, you are a big boy. You don't qualify. And if you have less than 5,000 Naira, eh, you qualify. Do you think this is a smart way to find the Nigerians who need the conditional cash transfers? Do you think so? Now, I've been thinking about a scenario. My electrician, his name is Obama. Obama is not a rich man. He lives from hand to mouth. If he doesn't get work in a week, he may not eat the next week. But Obama needs his phone to work. He recharges it with 500 naira every couple of days. When I call him to do work and he sends me text messages with the breakdown, when he goes to buy the parts, he calls me to say, Madam, see the one where they get to, see the one where no deal. Obama loads his phone with that credit because it's the only way that he can do business. Is it not fair to say because he loads 500 Naira credit, he is not poor enough to get help? Remember that right now, Obama cannot work. He is not an essential worker and he cannot move around. If Obama is not a good enough example, let me talk about Chidi. He sells electrical parts in the market. He's Obama's customer. Right now, 
he has 40,000 naira in his account. 20,000 naira is a customer's money for parts. Remember, most small business people use their personal accounts for business. Of the remaining 20,000, 15,000 naira is contribution money. He organizes a susu for his fellow traders. Now, according to the Ministry of Humanitarian Affairs, Chidi is not poor enough to qualify for conditional cash transfer. But I have to ask, does that make sense? Let's remember that a lot of the people who need help right now are like Obama and Chukwudi. These are people who, before the lockdown, were working. They were doing business. Customer money was moving through their accounts. They were making phone calls daily. Now, because of the lockdown, they cannot work. They're hungry. But according to the rules, they may not be eligible for help. And I want to know what you think about that. Do these criteria make sense to you? If not, what other criteria would you use instead? Do you meet the criteria? Who's listening to the show right now? I mean, if you're about to call into Nigeria Info, you probably don't meet the criteria because you have money to call radio station. You probably need more than 100 naira to call my show. And then what about the privacy issues involved with government checking your accounts and your phone records? Where are the lawyers who are listening to me and the tech guys, the tech bros who are listening to me? 0700-993-993-993. What about the privacy issues involved with government checking your bank accounts and your phone records? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Chukwudi, back to you in the studio. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Christopher, from VI. Christopher from VI. Go ahead, Christopher. Uh, I want to talk about the palliative. Go on. Palliative, they are sharing. Uh, the the conditional car transfer. Go ahead. Uh, you know, see, people are complaining from Lagos, they don't share for other places. They are concerned that they are supposed to transfer this money, their contract has been terminated. We don't know whether some states fall under those things hmm. they're supposed to transfer from them. What do you mean their contract has been terminated? People that supposed to, the company that is giving the contract to transfer money for people, their contract has been terminated. Okay. We, we don't know whether they're giving to another thing uh, to transfer those to other states. Those so, um, so have you have you ever received uh, the money? I, don't, I, don't, I never received the money. I'm not on that platform. Okay. Was was your company among the companies terminated? You you supposed to make the investigation to know. Whether I'm asking you, sir. Well, is your company among the company that was terminated? No. Do you know of a company that their contract was terminated? That is why I say you're supposed to enlighten us on that uh, on that angle. You're the one who raised the issue now. You, he who has said must prove. There, there are some companies, there are some people they're supposed to transfer this money to people and their contract has been terminated. So you don't know whether they are... Uh, they when did that happen? What are the done? names of these contractors? What's the name of their company? Sister, you are the one that complaining. But you were the one that raised the point. You raised the point yes. that it is probably because... So help us with the information. The 
minister in charge he said they come to some people that are supposed to uh, transfer this money. They they not transfer on the days land given to them. They so did they not transfer. They did not transfer to Lagos. What what speaking about Lagos being that excluded? Lagos, Borono, and other states. No, whether Lagos fall under those companies that are contract terminated. No, Lagos was never slated for cash transfers. Hello, sir. Oh, okay. He ended the call. Sandra, several messages on WhatsApp. I'll take some messages. Um, People are complaining already that I do not want to read the messages before I come back to um, the phone lines. Um, What kind of government is this? Do they intend to kill Nigerians with hunger even before COVID-19 kills them? How long is it going to do all these things they are talking about before giving money? Please tell the government we employed them and not the other way around. They should stop playing with the lives of Nigerians, please. And I think, you know, this message re-echoes the message shared by so many people on this platform. Good afternoon, Sandra. I'm Saeed from First Act. The social register is a big joke. The Northern leaders impose poverty on the people in a bid to get... Okay, I'm ashamed of the government. Please, I have no more comments before I use hate speech. Please do not use hate speech and do not give up on our great country, Nigeria. Good afternoon, Sandra. This is Kletus from Ajegule. I am responding in respect to your second story. You see, the current group of people who are really knows they are jokers. Had it been this COVID issue fall in election time, all these issues giving us headaches won't happen. And it ends with, in capital letter, lie, lie. The parameters adopted in selecting the poor is not good enough. Although they were trying to identify those living below the poverty line, the method adopted is faulty. Thanks, Ayodele from Aja. One more message before phone line, Sandra. Hello, guys. This is David from Ikorodu. From all you have said so far, it's obvious that the Nigerian government does not have the interest of Nigerians at hand. All what is occurring right now is just a manifestation of the cluelessness and incompetence of the federal government right from time. The truth is, with the way things are going, I doubt if the lockdown in Lagos and other worse hit states will work out. This might just be a shot that might ignite a revolution. Hello? Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is um, Ade from Milasa. Ade from Milasa. Go on, Ade. Okay, concerning the cash transfer and uh, concerning Lagos in part, is uh, starting my act when I was hearing what um, the person that I was saying. By, by and large, I believe in one um, the criteria they use is um, a bit false in the sense that do they know how many people are suffering that cannot even eat in a day? The artisans, even the, 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 the laborers, I mean, I'm short of words. I believe the federal government should look at the way out. Now, but what do you think? What do you think about the criteria that if you have more than five thousand naira in all your accounts in all the banks, and if you recharge more than hundred naira credit, you do not meet the criteria for getting a cash transfer? What do you think about that condition? That's, um, that's what I'm trying to raise, that the, the, the condition itself is faulty from Abinishu. It's faulty from Abinishu. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they shouldn't look at that uh, um, area 
people to, to, to judge people. Okay. Thanks for calling me. Hello? Okay. Hello? Something about our network, Sandra. Quick uh, messages from WhatsApp. Um, okay. So many messages. It's slowing down the system. Um, okay. Hi, President Sandra. We don't have good government, but they, well, what they are after is their pocket. I have not been given salary for the past five months. My wife is pregnant. I need money to take care of her. I also qualify, but our government is Carlos. Uh, this is from Bosun. Bosun making a case for himself. Um, hi, Sandra and Chukudi. I am Onye Kachi from Bagada. Please, now that my account has been zero since February and I managed to recharge 200 last week in order to be calling and begging people for money to eat, <laughs> am I not qualified? <laughs> Onye Kachi is, um, you know, facing what is facing him. Um, good afternoon. Israelites of those days with no technology, industrial power, BVN, or electricity are better in managing difficult time than Nigeria of 2020. The government have people that shouldn't be in town hall discussion as head of administration. Now we can see the failure of the so-called experts in government, Olaide Cruz from Victoria Island. This does not make sense by our government. This yardstick holds no water. Patients from Ikotun, Nigerians deserve the kind of treatment we get. We need to know that there is a social contract between the leaders and followers. We prefer to collect Greek gifts during elections and still expect good governance. One more message, Sandra, before I head back to the phone lines. Haba, it is the president that is not doing Nigerians any good. Are you saying he's not aware? Oh, no. If he's too old, okay. Um... OB from Mazamaza, it's really very, very important that we uh, we censor our messages. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good afternoon, Mr. Chukudi. I'm, I'm Joseph calling from Ojota. Joseph from Ojota. Go on. Yeah. Please, uh, the fact is this. Uh, whatever is happening to us today... I think uh, we we should always think that, you know, it's because of the kind of wrong number kind of leadership and selection of people that we put in power. So we should stop complaining. In this kind of country that I find myself, I've always discovered that, you know, everything our government does, you know, they have always learned how to copy and fail. When they copy other countries, they don't copy and paste well and then effective effective very effectively. All yes, I that may be, Joseph. Are... Joseph, that may be. But what do you think about the criteria for transferring money to people? Five thousand naira, hundred naira a time. What do you think about that? There is a better way and a better approach to this. What's the better way? What's the better approach? The, the better way is that you use, you know, the rural uh, setting. For instance, you deploy the use, of, you know, the the, the the chiefs and the ballots and all that in the communities. Then when you come to the local government setting, okay, you can use the local government ward and the chairpersons in places, as well as, you know, other religious, you know, leaders in those uh, respective zones as well. When you come to the state, you can use, you know, the landlord association, estate chairman, and other, you know, neighborhood, you know, leaders respectively. And then maybe mm -hmm. you find that first and foremost, use three, three or four days, you know, to collect data and information of these people before you mm -hmm. can be able to inaugurate and effect this payment out. In that way, you can be able to meet the targeted audience. Unlike what government is doing, every of their decisions is always copy and paste instead mm -hmm. of copy and paste. 
Joseph, thank you so much for calling to make that point. Interestingly, Joseph, you made points that uh, I'm going to make in our final story after the break. You're still listening to The Big Three on Hard Facts. Don't go away. You're still listening to The Big Three on Hard Facts. I am Sandra Ezekwasili. We first talked about who is currently getting the palliatives, right? And then we talked about who will start getting the palliatives. Huh? Now, let's talk about who should distribute the palliatives. The governors are saying it should be them. They want the federal government to hand over the package to the state governments to share to the people. It came up yesterday. The president had a video call with Coyote Fayemi. Of course, you know that he's the Ekiti governor. And he's also the chairman of the governor's forum. And members, the governors, sent him to talk to the president. Their message was simple. We know our states better than the federal government knows our states. We know our people better than the federal government. We know who needs help. So instead of distributing the palliatives directly through the Humanitarian Affairs Ministry, let federal government hand them over to us. And this is not the first time the governors are saying this. It keeps coming up. And whenever it comes up, the federal government has the same answer. Abuja says, we already have a system. Abuja is using the National Social Register and Abuja says they consulted with community leaders when they created the register. By the way, at 5pm today, I'm going to have a conversation with Tracker NG. They are the tracking division of budget. And we're going to talk in detail about this National Social Register and these palliatives. Today is the day for palliatives, right? We're trying to get to the bottom of everything. And at 5, I I will have a very good conversation about um, how exactly these monies are being shared, how exactly uh, um, people are getting it, how the people were chosen to receive it. It's going to be great. But back to story three. Basically, Abucha is saying that they went directly to the grassroots. Its community leaders helped Abuja identify the poor people for them to register. The federal government now enrolled them and hired contractors to pay them in cash or by transfer. So the federal government is basically saying, we don't need the state governments. But the governors are saying, how can you trust the data? They're saying, how can people in Abuja confirm that the community leaders that they're working with are putting the right people on the lists? According to them, governors are closer to the ground, so it's easier for them to detect fraud. And I really wonder which side you agree with here, state or federal. But before you answer that, let's look at this from another angle. This is federal money. So some supporters of the federal government are asking, what's stopping the state governments from using their own money for their own palliatives? If the federal government is sharing to the wrong people, okay, make it be. You, me, use your own money. Take care of the right people. Eh? You might use them now. But you see, the problem is most states don't have the money. 
I told you last week how the federal government used the stabilization fund to help states pay salaries. So the critics are saying to the state governors, you've wasted your own money. You've finished your own treasury. And now you cannot take care of your people. But you still want to, di- to dictate to the federal government? Does that make any sense? So again, you are the judge. What do you think about that? Do the governors have a leg to stand on here? But at the same time, do you trust the federal government to distribute these palliatives properly? In our first story, we talked about Lagos not receiving any CCTs so far. In the second story, we told you about the federal government's plan to check how much credit you load to decide whether to give you money. Do you think these are the right methods? And so you have people, some people who say they don't trust the governors, but they don't trust the federal government either. They want the palliatives to be shared closer to the grassroots. Some say they want local government uh, uh, areas to do it. Some say they want CDAs to do it or estate associations to do it. Some say they want places of worship or NGOs to do it. And I want to know where you stand on this. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. Do the governors have the right to tell the federal government to give them the palliative to distribute? Who do you think is more trustworthy as far as doing this is concerned? Federal or state governments? Or do you think somebody else should be doing this? Who? Who should that person be? 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Hello. Now, Sandra, this is what I would do. Um, Messages, loads of them on WhatsApp. I'm certain that we would finish with um, the phone calls. Let me take some of the messages and thereafter we would head back to the phone lines. Abuja register is a scam. Let them give it to the governors at least. Even if we don't trust the governors, some percentage of every state will sure get something to manage rather than not getting at all. Olumide from Ikotun making a case for the governors to uh, be in charge of the sharing. Both federal and states have no adequate data for such distribution. Nigerians need a restructuring of the mind, leaders and followers. This individualism and always and always is the issue. Um, Chris from Isolo says the federal government should not hand it over to the state or local government area. Rather, let the money go to the Central Bank of Nigeria to do those jobs. Or NGOs should do the job. So Chris says he doesn't trust any of the levels of government. He would rather the NGOs. Chukuri, both state and federal should not share because their conscience is dead. They are not faithful. They should allow CDAs to do it. Comrade Frank. Comrade Frank making a case for CDAs. No, no, no. They should not even consult the governors. In as much as I don't trust FG, but those at the federal level will be fairer. I mean, this is for, for him. I think it's, you know, um, a rock and a hard place. Lanre from Yakoyo says, if it is true they communicated with the community leaders, then why is it that there is no more... There is no one from Lagos that receives the palliatives. May God forgive our leaders, you know, going spiritual there. Look at how governors and federal government are dragging who will share the money. 
He says he wants to be anonymous, but he doesn't like the way they are dragging who is sharing the money. Hi, Sandra. I'm Felix texting from Okera in Ogba. Last year, I borrowed money from Microfinance Bank to buy a bike in February. This year, my bike was seized by the police. Now, tell me how I can pay back the money I'm owing the bank. As I am, I uh, well, he's not even talking about the subject. Um, FG and states are beds of same feather. If I obata from Surulere, he doesn't even want to make a pick. I personally do not trust any one of them because none of them have any data to use for the purpose. Central Bank should be giving the money to me from Onosa. As a couple of people are calling on the Central Bank to take charge. The palliative should be shared through the NGOs, radio or TV houses. I think that it will be better for us. Lillian from Ikorodu. Um, both the federal and and uh, a lot of people, Sandra, it's really very, very hard to pick because yeah, a lot of people say they do not trust. It will be such a great, I beg to differ topic. So, yes. unfortunately, um, we may not be able to do I beg to differ today because we've got least negotiations. But uh, if this topic is still raging by next Wednesday, we should definitely do this as I beg to differ. Yeah, okay, Sandra. Pre- uh, the governors know nobody, but they are foot soldiers and praise singers. Give them that money and you'll be spending another fund on EFCC to go for futile <laughs> investigation. <laughs> Government should rather use the senators and House of Representative members, Ajolo Chuku, Ajolo Chuku making a case for our representatives, those who were... Those senators and House of Representatives have their own praise singers and foot soldiers as well. Hmm. Well, very important question. Are they from Igondo says, Sandra, we don't trust any of the government, whether federal, whether state, whether local. Let them send the money to our bank account through the CBN. Are they from Igondo? Thank you very much for your message. Joshua from Ikorodu. Sandra, this is day three. Okay, this is third week of the lockdown. All we are hearing is talk, 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 talk. We, we that have less than 5K in our account are expecting the money. Joshua says he doesn't want to hear story. He knows his financial status. You're a big boy. He's saying he's expecting the money. Joseph has money for data. He's a big boy. Okay. Uh, Janet is saying this is how this money will be with the government till the lockdown will be over and the people <laughs> will lose out. Let them start sharing it. Thank you very much, Janet. Um, I don't trust any of them, neither federal nor state. The effect of the survey that the money will find is to eat. Oh, Eric is just saying he just wants money to eat bread. He doesn't know what they are talking about. How insincerity and manipulative can government be? For those who haven't been to Abuja, there are just four or five point areas I can identify as poor area. 90% of Abuja areas are more like Victoria Island and Lekki. These parts of CCT, Agege area of Lagos State, need more CCT than Abuja poor area combined. This is a big scam, and for state and local government, they are all oh, a lot of people. Sandra, I mean, not even the local government that is supposed to be the government at the grassroots. Many people are even saying, give the funds directly to our representatives. We trust them even before we trust our local chairpersons. Mm. Hmm. Let's go to the phone lines, Shukudi. I'm sure people are raging to talk about this. Hello? Uh, Sandra, the phone lines are buzzing, but it appears like the calls are uh, so many calls and it's really difficult for me uh, to just pick anyone. Hello? Hello? Sandra, more messages. Uh, More more messages. Um, Let the federal government go ahead and share the money. They should use the central bank. My name is Numbi Fabu Habila from Lekki. We are not the ones sharing on Numbi. Again, your full names. Federal and state have done meeting and they couldn't resolve on how to share the money. 
No, now. Uh, did you attend the meeting? Um, good day, Nigeria Info, please. Why are we? Why do we keep asking questions and Nigerians are dying? Please let them pay this money into our account through the BVN. Joseph, okay, Chukudi, read my message for once. Okay, Mr. Chukudi, this criteria applied to the... Uh, oh, Karim from Ikotu, I mean, he's ballistic. Why a particular part of Nigeria? Why a state in Nigeria would be included? Why the others will not? Um, Chukudi, the... Uh, so many messages, so many messages. I've seen a lot of Chukode, Chukode, Chukode. I'm even confused. Uh, give the money to the media and share it for us. Tony says he trusts Nigeria Info. Tony, we are not sharing money here. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Sandra, it is clear. A lot of people do not trust either of the federal or local go um, state governments. Uh, this one says, I don't trust federal government, state, senate, uh, le local government. Let the money go to CBN or NGO to share this money. I'm waiting for this money. I'm hungry. Oh. <laughs> hey. Okay, read your message. Okay, let me read your message. Sorry. Um, they should give it to Nepal to distribute. Nepal knows every house in Nigeria. <laughs> Chris from Lagos. Chris from Lagos in Nigeria. He says they should give it to Nepal that they know every house. Oh, my goodness. They know how to send us SMS, but they don't know how to share money via BVN. Share Baba. Sandra, I think... Oh, Sandra. I'm sorry. <laughs> he says they should give it to Nepal that the bills make their way to every home. Oh. Okay. Oh, that was a good one. Okay. Well, the laughter is needed. You know, everyone's so gloomy these days. The news is so negative these days. Anyway, you can't get laughter. Get laughter. <laughs> Let's try and see if we can take calls. Hello. Oh, I'm really having a tory time. Hello. Well, Sandra, I mean. Well, let's go back to WhatsApp. Okay. Several messages on WhatsApp. To be candid, it shows how disconnected the government are to the people. Regardless, if you buy a thousand, if you buy a thousand naira credit or less, two weeks of not going to work is enough for one to sink to the bottom of the poverty line. Sheun from Lawansin. Thank you very much for your message. Sheun from Lawansin. Good afternoon, Jeremiah from Surulere. All the politicians are the same. Nothing can change about them. I can tell you for free, ordinary chairman of my own area, some foodstuff were given to him to share and only for him to start sharing to his church members and family. Oh, so sorry about that. If you could help us with the name of this person, it would do us a world of good. Um, help tell Lagosians that they are not qualified for the cash. Only state go Stephen from Ayobo is saying if Lagos has been excluded, there is no point um, emphasizing on BVN. Ororo from Ayobo, He's talking about politicians who have deliberately kept the people poor so that they can always manipulate and use them at the same time. Introduce policies like the quota system, security votes to loot at the end of the day and pocket all the money. It's probably calling for, you know, a common sense revolution. Uh, the president, um, if you want to know, if you, if, if you want to know if people get rice or beans, push a post to solve the situation, just yes or no. And you see that 95% of food government sent does not get to the people and that's why people are shouting you can't expect people to trust government anymore because they have been ripped off to the by the citizens i do not need these palliatives we all need to fight for others thank you very much for your message sandra several messages 
a lot of people you know, joining um, the young man that sent a message from Ajah to say he should be given to Nepa because they get their bills every month. So they are, they are confident that if it's given to Nepa, they would most definitely get their share. But Sandra, I think one thing is clear, um, Lagos State has been excluded alongside Delta, um, Eboin and Boronu State. But it is really very, very important that as the Lagos State government embarks on the second scheme of reaching out to 100,000 households, the new policies introduced by the governor, feeding 100,000 people, um, providing funds to 250,000 indigenous people, we're hoping that a lot of people would benefit from this exercise. Mm, yes, indeed, Chukwudi. Uh, just to make a slight correction, it's, it's not households, it's youth. You know, so, you know, the youth. Uh-huh. Yes, youth. 100,000 of them um, that the Lagos State government is trying to reach, trying to feed, actually. They want to cook and feed those people. And um, they, as, as we go along, as this thing goes along, more and more palliatives will hopefully be put in place so that uh, no one suffers uh, more than they need to. And I realize it's difficult. I know it's hard. It's harder for some than others. But I'm just going to beg that we hang in there. Look, na person where they are alive, they hustle. I know say hunger, hunger, but for your church, you do 40 days fasting. 40 days, you know, prayer, kabashi, and it be nothing, you get. So just, just let's all try. Let's all try. It's difficult, I know. It's so difficult. But when we are alive, we can hustle. When we are alive, we can take care of our family members. When we are alive, we can make it. But if we go out and we make sure that we infect each other, infect the family members that we love and are trying to protect, we are narrowing our chances of being alive and making it later on. Mm. So it's a little sacrifice that we all have to make, a huge sacrifice for so many people like Obama and Chidi. But please... Let's hang in there. Or one winter, my people will say. Mm. It's just for a little while. Thank you very much, Sandra Ezekwesili.